recording? I did. You rat bastard. I did start recording. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Why Did We Ever Meet is brought to you by Liquid Death. Oh, I wish. I do too, man. (laughs) I don't even want tits. I don't want money. I just want them to fucking (laughs) just just send us cases of Liquid Death shit. Yes. Welcome to Why Did We Ever Meet. I'm one of your hosts, Wes. Join. Once again, <laughs> by my actual co-host. I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Ashley, how I are you? I can't hear out of this ear. What's going on? I don't know. How are you, babe? <laughs> All right. Good. All right. A couple ways you can support the show. Rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever podcasts are available. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Why Did We Ever Meet. You can uh, please stop by and give us uh, give us that five star review, rate, review, and subscribe wherever wherever you get your podcasts at. Uh, and uh, if you ha- if you want to know the best place for you, visit our website. That is jabroniu.com, J-A-B-R-O-N-I-U.com. That is the home of Why Do We Ever Meet, as well as several other lovely podcasts like Biff Radio, The Draft Pod, Ceramic Cat. Locals After Hours, Flow and Tell, and much more. JabroniU.com. Uh, you can also follow my band on Instagram at, at Resignation Music. You can find us on Facebook. Just look up Resignation. We come up. And you can follow us on Twitter at Resignation Band. Additionally, our two-song demo is streaming currently, and we just finished tracking our debut album for friend club records which is coming soon so give us some support as well uh what's up bro what's up how are you i'm all right according a little earlier prioritizing our day a bit that's not so bad right yeah i know uh so what has gone what have, what have we been doing like you why didn't you oh you and cash went to the the my chemical romance show last week yeah yeah so it was just which me and roxy Amazing. Talk to me about oh it. Oh my Tell me god. About it. Tell me about it. What the fuck is that sound? Air conditioner? Oh, it's on? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Um the uh the show is so good. Oh I mean, shit. No. Oh. Uh it was two years in the making. <laughs> uh so January thirtieth of twenty January thirty first of twenty twenty is when you bought yeah, the tickets. That's what yeah. it said. I saw it on the I was looking through like I, w- I was actually kind of surprised that it told me when I bought them, but, um, yeah, 2020 and then everything fucking stopped and they yeah, postponed man. it. Mm-hmm. They postponed it in 2020 and then mm-hmm. they postponed it again in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. They just pushed it back, which, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just glad that, you know, they still honored all those tickets. Yeah. I, uh, I did apologize to cash that I can't give him, um, the cool, concert experiences that you give him but what do you mean because like we're all the way up you know oh, jesus in what? nowhere yeah but you also took him to like a big concert yeah when i take him to shows it's at like bars and well yeah uh, yes and no clubs and shit but you know they had we were watching because they had like a general a, a general admission area yeah which i don't even remember seeing that's th- so if I were buying the tickets, that's what I would have bought. We would have been on the floor. I I don't know that that was even an option. Oh, really? That that I ever remember even seeing. Mm. I think I just went like, just get me whatever, you know, because yeah. it was yeah. one of those things like before they sell out. Yeah, no, I get it. 
Um, but yeah, we probably I we probably would have been down there on the floor if we yeah, could. Yeah, I, I would have bought general admission. Yeah, and I wonder, I I wondered like what the price difference was mm-hmm. of you know mm-hmm. being down there on the floor. Yeah. Um, but I loved watching down there because there were, I mean, there were a lot of people down there. It definitely wasn't full down in the general admission until you know Gerard kept making people like stop. Yeah. And take a step back. Because people were getting smashed in Push the front. against the barricade. It's the right um, thing to do. And when you have the power to make that happen as uh-huh. the artist, you should do that. Yep. And that's exactly what he would tell everyone to stop. And, oh, that was nice. Oh, I bumped. <laughs> yeah, he would tell everyone to stop and then take a step back. Yeah. Everyone would take a step back and everyone would applaud because, you know, they were... <laughs> it was just... It was really fun to see. It wasn't quite as crazy as pro- I, I don't know we could i mean we were up like all the way up it wasn't that Caesar. bad we've been to little caesar's arena before i know it's a nice fucking venue so there's not a bad seat in it no. period but we were trying to like i was trying to orient myself we were clear on the other side so of i where we were i thought about this from aew yes and i thought I'm about looking this. and cash was like no we were right down there and i was like where were we so really? where you guys were sitting okay we were so here's your stage. Yeah. Stage is dead ahead. Here's yeah. you guys. We were to the right yeah. and below. And below. Yes. Yeah. We were on the second deck up. Off yeah. The floor. Off the floor. Yes. Yes. Okay. And um, and for perspective, the uh, what is this? Oh, um, uh, the ring is in the middle of the of the arena floor. Yes. As opposed to. At the front, you yeah. You guys were, it was down at one end, yeah. so it seems worse, but. And then, like, going, because we went in. Did they so, close with Helena? Mm-hmm. I see. That's what I said. I was. I said either they open with that or close with that. Um, So they weren't going to, according to the the set list that was, that someone got. Yeah. They were going to close with cancer. Yeah, but they all. crossed it off and put in. They know. Yeah. yeah, I mean. I know. I know. I know. No, they opened with the new one. Yeah, which is fucking ballsy. Which is a fucking, I mean. It's like six minutes long uh-huh. some shit like that. Yeah. That's why I don't like the new Fairweather. <laughs> I saw the length of the songs and I was like, what are we doing? Why are they so long? You can't <laughs> go away for that long and come back and give me seven minute songs. That's too much, man. But, all, I mean, the show, was, it was so much fun. It was yeah. such a good time. And it was just, it was one of those, I don't know, I guess I never really thought that I'd ever see them live. Yeah, sure. So, but More then so I'm wondering. with your son. Yeah, but then I'm also wondering, like, one of those warp tours that I went to, I didn't see them, right? No. Well, you might have. They were, I mean. You might have. I definitely did. I definitely did. I was way far ahead on. There's no way. No. Because I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. But. It was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. You guys saw Thursday with uh-huh. Norm Brannon on guitar, which yeah. is fucking cool. Yeah. Former guest of the show, Norm Brannon. Yeah. Yeah. Opening up for My Chemical Romance and fucking arenas, which yeah. is cool as shit. Yeah. But, I mean, I, in my opinion, Norm has earned the right to stand in, in an arena full of people and <laughs> play sure. the guitar. Dude's a fucking legend. And you said Thursday's set was really good. It was good. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I They're one of those bands... So. Our drummer, Jim, and I were discussing this, and he 
I think he pinpointed it for me. When Thursday and Glassjaw hit, even though it was my generation, it wasn't necessary. Those two bands were not in alignment with stuff that I was into at that point. Mm, Like when they came out, it had followed that it was right. It was it came right after the big wave. Okay. So they were like Thursday were were like everyone my age. Like we were all disciples of Texas is the reason and quicksand and those sort of bands. Okay. So they're of my generation. I'm the same age as the guys in Thursday. Right. But uh, Thursday never did it for me. And I never, I could never get past Jeff Rickley's voice. He, he is a person. Now, good guy. I will say it's, it, it he was sounded really very good. That's what you good said. Live. He said they sounded yeah. great. Yeah. I can't get past Jeff Rickley's voice on record. Sasha. Um, Goodness. What are you doing, dude? No. These animals be acting like fools. I would have. You much wanted Turnstile, yeah. Turnstile. Yeah, they were in Cincinnati as an opener, right? I don't know. I don't think, I think so. so. I'm not sure. Um, yes, I wanted to see them, but then at the same time, like Cash said, he's like, I don't. He's like, no, I want to see Turnstile again, but. And he's like, I don't know. If, I feel weird seeing him from all the way up here. I get it. Yeah. Like yeah. he's had the religious experience at a turn yeah, show. Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of can't go back from that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so that same week, that same week, I went to, while not as not in Little Caesars Arena, I <laughs> went to Detroit to Edgemont Printing <laughs> to see <laughs> two bands that I legitimately didn't think I'd ever see. Okay. Because they're not touring bands. Mill Spec is from Canada. Mm. And it is very hard nowadays for bands at that size to get into Canada, get into the States and play. It's a fucking nightmare. Oh, stupid. And, and Praise, one of my favorite modern bands. In all reality, what got me listening to hardcore again was n- not this most recent Praise record, but the one that came out a few years ago. Okay. My friend Adam Baker tipped me off to them. Mm. And I fucking loved it. <laughs> and I was like, wait, is this what people are doing now? And uh, this new Praise album has been, it, I think it's my favorite album of the year. Really? I'm almost, yeah. I mean, I, I've definitely listened to it. it, it it's up there I, as like most listened to album. It was as good as I thought it was going to be. It was fucking amazing. It was nice. a, such a, you know, like kind of a, a, almost a religious experience in terms of like seeing them play those songs live. So... <laughs> But I saw that in the back of a screen print in an embroidery shop <laughs> uh, with, uh, with a smattering of people as opposed to Little Caesars. I sold out, by the way. Was it sold, sold out? Sold fucking out Little Jesus. Caesars Arena. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this tour is sold out. Um, well, yeah, that does make sense. The, uh, uh, the, uh, the people... It's fun. It's fun being in that environment. Roxy would have been... In, in heaven. Absolute goth heaven. Well, they have. So, in my opinion, My Chemical Romance brought that element into the emo Absol- world. Yeah, I, I, yeah, for sure. Are they an emo band? No, they're a rock mm, and roll band. Yeah. But, yes, they are. And they're a theatrical, yes. big, bombastic rock yeah, and roll yeah. band. But we're all descendants of punk and hardcore. Yeah. So. Um, that new song goes fucking hard. I well, you sent me a video of it. And I was like, Jesus, man, it's a long fucking intro to this song. Well, yeah. Well, so I don't. 
That was kind of, I, I think that was definitely extended. Oh, they uh, did that. Yeah. I mean, it's... Just to build it, like, just mm-hmm. to build that up. Because we were just like, well, what the fuck is going on? And then you could see, then, you know, there was like a, there was a light over on the side and you could see him coming out. And I was like, oh, here they come. Yeah. They're coming now. That's fun. Gerard was dressed up as a nurse. Yeah. His, did you see his Riot Fest outfit? Yes. It's pretty yeah, great, man. It's pretty I great. love it. I love that. I, I'm I'm happy for all their fans. Yeah. Um, look, I mean, they won me over. Yeah. Like initially, I was I was like, yeah, they're fine. Over the years, they really won me over. I think they're a great fucking band. Yeah, they're fun. Like really good. That's a lot of fun. Um. So, uh, what else has been going on? Well, we're planning for two homecomings. Mm-hmm. Uh, first this weekend. Uh, which I refer to as away game. Uh, <laughs> away game. <laughs> well, it's an away game for cash. It's a home game for uh, his date. Um, and uh, ironically, Cash's school is playing <laughs> against her school for her homecoming, it's which so I find funny. very funny. That's so funny. Um. But, uh, uh, and I still don't know, like, hey, Cash, come here. I genuinely want to know how they're going to handle this. So so we're talking about how this homecoming is an away game. Oh, my God, Cash. (laughs) But you weren't asleep, right? No. (laughs) Uh, How, so you're going to go to the game. Oh, you are? You're going to go to the game on Friday? Okay. How are you... Uh, how are you going to? Yeah. Are, so, are you going to sit on your side? Yeah. How have you guys decided you're going to handle this? You going to meet up for secret rendezvous? No. Secret. <laughs> they're both. They're both on their respective school student councils. Yep. Oh, uh, yep. Uh, That's so, so funny. Yeah. Oh it's my cute. gosh. Uh, we went and picked out his homecoming outfit that will translate to. She bought two blue dresses. Yeah, which, which made is, things so much easier. Yes, it is. That's and, very, and very also, smart. She, yes, and she's also a very thoughtful individual. So, um, uh, you know, she didn't want him to have to, you know. I think his, I think his outfit it looks, looks really, really nice. It looks really nice, yeah. And especially when held up against yeah. the dresses, it's, it's a good pick. Also, blue is a good color for him. So Yeah, yeah, I agree. He doesn't wear it a lot, but I think he looks good in blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, so we went yesterday with her, and th- this is the first time we've spent a significant yeah. amount of time with yeah. her. And she's, she's great. Made herself a, a household favorite real quick. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for them. I think they're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, so um, we had... And I, that, that's really what I want to do. So I'm going to ask you to stop fucking with your dumb game. I have farming to do. Fuck your farming. Fuck your farm. Okay. Uh, a listener of the show. Okay. Uh, a, uh, a loyal fan. And I don't, I don't want to say uh, their name in fear of like, um, I don't want to like out their situation per se. Uh, yeah, no, by don't name. do that. Don't do that. Um, but what their request was, was they're looking for uh, relationship advice slash stories slash tips for 
listeners that are in their 20s. <laughs> oh, um, God. You and, don't want advice from us. <laughs> well, <laughs> let, me, let me read how they explained it. Okay. Uh, I remember on an early episode, you said something like, your 20s are miserable, you're depressed mm. and broke, etc." <laughs> which, yes. Mm. And yes, I did say that because that is how I view life. Your 20s are just... A, you're broke, and there's a vague, there's just a veil of depression over everything you do. Even at your best moments, you're mm-hmm. just still kind of depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you know if someone can grow or not? Uh, mm. How do you not lose hope? Uh, she said, especially as uh, as a feminist, she would love your thoughts on on that. How do you know if you're overthinking? Do you ever do you ever know if you're on the right track? Um, Oh, jeez. So, uh, you know, and kind of gave a story, you know, gave some context with a uh, situation with her ex. And so, you know, the questions made uh, make made sense, you know, especially fine. You know, it's one of those things where, like, you're with somebody okay. and it's, you know, the relationship ends uh, and, you know, and they leave. And then you find out, like, right around the corner, they get fucking married. And I know a lot of people that saw that shit. <laughs> That happened to me. <laughs> right. So, um, so looking for advice on these things. So okay. let's kind of let's let's kind of start from the yeah, top. Yeah. Start of this. from the top. So, um, uh, so first of all, in a relationship, you're in your twenties. How do you know if someone can grow or not? I'll let you go first. How do you know if someone can grow? Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. I don't know how you would know that besides like just spending time with them and, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of seeing what happens in different situations and. Sure. Hmm. How much are you willing to accept? Right. Yeah. Right. So. How so, much are you willing to, yeah, just to, to kind of. So for you, what is your. past or, right. you know. Right. So for you, what, like, what's your threshold? What's my threshold of like, what I'll just let go. Yeah. What you did. Yeah. What you would, what you were willing to like conceit and what you were just like, no, this is not going to fucking work. Mm. Cause we both have exes, you know, like, Oh sure. It wasn't one of those things where like, we never dated anyone and then we fell in love and got married. Like (laughs) you and I have both, you know, I mean, we're literally both in very committed relationships prior to us being together. Right. Right. And those relationships did not end well. No, they did not. Um, I mean, in my opinion, they ended great because well, yeah, reality said sure. it. But um, so, how do you know if anyone's? How do you know if they? Uh, how do you know if if someone can grow or not? So I guess um, just in like speaking in like past, like past relationships. Yeah. So if they are constantly secretive. Mm-hmm. Like they can't, um, they're incapable of divulging. Yeah. Like everything, everything is, is a secret. Um, then, I mean, that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Um, do you think that shows a lack of emotional maturity? For sure. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, what do you have to hide? You know, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, Like, like case in point, you and I have, the same passwords on our phone. <laughs> I don't Almost, give, 
<laughs> almost everything. <laughs> I don't because if you want to figure if you figure out our passwords, you know if you figure out one of our passwords, it's, we both have that. It's yeah, <laughs> we're idiots and the kids too, really. Uh, so yeah, uh, but those are devices we control, right? But like, like my point being, like, I don't give a fuck if you go through my phone. No, and there's absolutely no. Oh, so okay, so there's, that's another. You're gonna find a bunch of fucking group chats with dudes. Is saying terrible things. No, hilarious things. Terrible things. Um, so if they're constantly secretive, mm. but then also if you are constantly looking for something, well, yeah, then that's also a nut. Like that's you know that's that, a red flag for both people. Yes. I yeah, agree. yeah. 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 Because it, you have to. That's an emotional maturity level for 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 both people, both parties. Yes, agreed. Um, because if you're the one constantly looking, because you don't trust anyone, which is you know that's twofold. Uh huh. Yeah. Because you don't there's tr- a part where you're like, I don't trust this person. Right. At, but then, and you're like, why do I feel the need to keep looking at their phone? If I don't trust them, I shouldn't be with them. Exactly. But then the flip side. Of it is, why, why am they, I this person doing this? Why am I this person? But why are they giving me a reason? Why are they giving to, me a reason? Or are not, they giving are me they, Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on that, they're, that I'm not trusting them? Some people suck at communicating. Yeah. I suck at communicating. Yeah, you're really bad at it. Yeah. But I'm also, there's not... There's not a whole lot going on up in this up in this old brain. And I, it's um, like, and I'm not saying anything. Like, I'm not, I'm not taking a shot at you. This is well-worn territory. You're a bad communicator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. but I really don't have a whole lot that, for real. There's not a lot going on up there that I'm like. <laughs> I, you willingly admit ignorance <laughs> way too often. You're like, man, I am fucking stupid. So stupid. Or I'm just like, I, there's not. I don't have a lot of complicated thoughts. There's not a whole lot. You yeah. Know, yeah. Where I'm like, or I have to work things out. You know, I just don't. I'm well, like, you don't do it. It's not that you don't have it. It's that you don't do it. But I don't feel the need to either. Yeah, that's not healthy. No, because I can. We've I been can, over that a million times. But I can work it out in my head and just be like, hey, brain, hey, stop going to that crazy place. Let's think about happy things. That's not, <laughs> not, not crazy things that are like worst case scenario. I'm starting to realize you're incapable of growing as we're having this conversation. <laughs> that is not true. No, and you since you were 18. It is true. No, I can just let shit go. We can all, there's all, there's shit that we can all let go, but it doesn't mean that w- there are things that should be addressed. There's things that should not be left undone. And sure. you know that. You're sure. Not yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But still, like. I may not be the greatest communicator because, you know, I don't really, there's not, yeah, yeah, there's not much. So in terms of that, (laughs) like the growth thing ends up a two way street. Uh, I I guess we would chalk it up to saying it takes time. It's time with that person. It really does. I, I didn't trust a lot of things you did. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're in a band. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, you were very insecure. So insecure. Yeah, I may or may not have threatened to kill. No, wife. you threatened to kill a woman. Uh-huh. I did. I did. I did. Um, Been you had to be carried out of a bar on my shoulder, screaming, and, and no someone. one knows that side of you. No, no, they don't. Um, like, <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, oh, there's some people that know that side of me. Yeah, well, that's our friends know yeah. that side of you, but yeah. like, yeah, no one really knows that side of you. That fucking. Gallagher brothers side of you. <laughs> um, 
There's a very good reason why I don't drink. Why oh, well, yeah, you're not good at it. I'm not good at it. No, no, you gotta... I'm either, like... I you're don't not a good angry. drunk. You're I'm not, not a good drunk. angry, but I'm. I will. I will definitely Erratic. vomit all over your things. Erratic. Yeah. 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 Um, so I mean, it takes time. It takes a lot of time, and you have to have your own threshold. Like, wh- when is enough enough? Like, what do you con? Like, what are you willing to concede? Um. I, like you know, I had an ex who. Like for like what it chalk what it can be chalked up to is we had no business being together. No. <laughs> uh-uh. And if there's ever a lesson to be learned, it's just because you're fucking somebody doesn't mean you should be with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the issue was that like who I am was not good enough for that person. No. You never would have been good enough. No, because... You guys would not even still be together. No, period. no. You regardless... Yeah, you, whether you're in the situation yeah, or not, I would, you would not. No. 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 Just Same not. with my ex. We would have... there. We would have been divorced probably less than two years after we were married. Yeah. Because when we were young and really fucking stupid. Yeah. And I don't know that that person's like that anymore. Same yeah, with I my situation. Know. Yeah, I wonder. Probably perfectly normal. We're all much better off without one another. Mm-hmm. It worked out, you know? Absolutely. So it takes time. Um, so much but time. I would say, and I think you would agree, even though you're like, oh, there's nothing going on up here. <laughs> there's nothing. Guys. I think you would agree. You're going to know. You're yeah. going to hit a point where you're like, yeah, the ceiling ain't moving. Yeah. <laughs> there's not another story up there. We're, we're stuck. It's time to, it's time to leave. Yeah. That's... You'll know. Your yeah. instinct will tell you. And For sometimes sure. it tells you too late because it'll go down in fucking flames. Right. But you'll right. know. Yeah. I would my, – my advice to you would be if you're sensing that this ain't going to get any better as hard as it will be, especially if you've been invested like this individual was and, you know, you've got a, a life together, a dog together. Aww. Um, uh, you are going to – it's going to be hard, but you're protecting yourself in the long term. Right. And that's what's important. Yeah. Guard your heart. Yeah. You got to take care of you. Right. Um, so this specifically for you, how do you not lose hope? Not lose yeah. hope? Yeah. I mean, like. In just relationships in general? In relationships and having like, you know, Sasha. Oh. <laughs> There's a dog going Oh, by. for fuck's sake. It's one of those little. Little mop dogs. Yeah, little fucking. <laughs> Feather duster dog. Yeah, yeah. Um, not lose hope that well, all men are gross. This individual made the point that, like, you, for you know, for you, is <laughs> very much like a pro woman feminist. Uh-huh. Uh How 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 would you explain that to another a, a, a someone of the same mon- mentality who's in their twenties in the dating world? Oh Jesus! <sighs> Maybe not start out with that fucking dire. <laughs> oh Jesus! Oh Jesus! Oh. How would you, what sort of advice would you give a person in that situation? How do you not lose hope? Look for, I guess, look, look, look outside of what you think you're looking for. That's interesting. Okay. All right. How do you mean? Because 
you know, in your head, you... Uh... They added something new to TikTok. It's like, be real. Oh, oh wow. How wow. exciting, buddy. Amazing. I love you. Because if you would have asked me when I was with the other person that I was with, yeah, if I thought it was you that I would end up with, <laughs> I would have said, absolutely not. Literal opposites. Yeah. 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 So you can't lose hope in that sense because there there is there is someone there is someone that is you know yeah that's going to be your your perfect fit yes your match and it it is it's probably not what you think it is at all i mean we were friends yeah we were very close we were always together yeah. So, you know, it's just, it, I guess, expect the unexpected. Okay. Like, don't lean into your don't, instinct. Yeah, and don't don't just... Be open to the world. Yes, yeah. yes. Because if you just kind of pinhole, you know, onto one certain thing that, well, I like, I like guys like this, or I like, I like girls like this, or people like this only. Yeah. Then you're setting yourself up for, for just... Yeah. Heartbreak after heartbreak. Yeah. Agreed. I agree. So, yeah, just... Because I, I would... I mean, I would say... We've been together for almost 20 years. And I would say that while initially you could you could view it from the perspective of, like, this is not who I expected myself to end up with. Mm-hmm. I think anybody that feels that way needs to look at how they were raised... And look at what sort of ideas were placed in their head or expectations uh-huh. were put upon them by, you know, their parents' hangups. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, like that right there will tell you, like, is this about me? Or is this a, uh, um, is this about me or is this, or is this shit my parents this is my parents' baggage talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of times that's what it is. It's your, your yeah. whoever, you know, whatever your when parents. When you're in your 20s, you're not, you're really not far removed from your parents. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Or like the, you know, the things that your parents did and yeah. didn't do and yeah. From the perspective, of, from the other side of it, the advice I would give is you need to understand in your 20s, a woman is always going to be, and it's not just your 20s, it's kind of life, but a woman is always going to have more emotional maturity than a man. Yep. Like, and I'm saying that strictly, like, just in, like, this situation. Like, I, I, like, I, I can't speak to anyone, any other experience except the cis-hetero experience, <laughs> right? So, uh-huh. um. But speaking on behalf of dudes, we are not mature. No, definitely not. We're not not emotionally mature. Um, And especially in our 20s. Oh, my gosh. You guys are not, your brains are not done developing yet. No, no, we're dum-dums. And, like, and 
this is where I think this is where I genuinely like it. And I'm not saying this to like, well, I mean, there's no one around to hear it anyway. I'm not, so I'm not doing it for an audience. This is what puts women at an elevated mentality over men is that you're able to somehow stomach the fucking knuckle dragging ignorance <laughs> of dudes in their twenties. Oh, and it is like you are at your worst in your 20s, and I fully believe that. I think we are at our worst in our 20s because we are just removed from no responsibility, and we are now in, for the most part, responsible Response. for my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of us uh, are, are complete fuck-ups. Even the ones that get shit done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. fuck-ups. fuck shit up. So – it what it what it's going to entail typically and what it's going to what what you're going to what i would say to look for in a in a partner uh if you are a if you're a woman who's interested in in men uh i would say look for guys that aren't afraid of powerful women right yeah uh you'll know because they don't balk at your ideas. Right. They're supportive of it. I'm not talking about the white knight bullshit. Mm. I don't need to put it out there on Front Street. I'm not afraid of, like, some a woman being in charge or being in power. I have no issue with that. Right. If you're the best qualified individual for the job, yeah. then you're the best qualified individual. Yeah. Period. Tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. How do we make a situation better? And that also comes with maturity. Yeah. Like, most dudes are not the macho, like, oh, fucking woman in the kitchen. Like, most dudes aren't like that. No. They're not. We're no. not, they're not complex enough to have that sort of rigid rigidity. No. Um, most people, I think, by and large, are like, yeah, this, this is who I've been with for X amount of years. And, you know, we, we do our best to equally share the load. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that comes with maturity. So yes. in your twenties, it's hard. Yeah, you just want to be stupid and fuck off. Yeah, you want to be you want to be selfish. You want to uh-huh. be immature. You want to be impulsive. Uh-huh. And your twenties allow you to do that. Um, as long as you don't have a child. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but regardless, um, just know that like in this realm and in that age bracket, you're going to see a lot of yeah a lot of uh, a lot of man boys. Yeah, a lot of bros. Yeah, the the dude behavior is still don't bros are bad news. Dudes are okay. <laughs> Find you a dude. Dudes rock. Bros are they're no good. They're, they, they don't that frontal lobe doesn't finish developing. Oh, okay. At, at, okay. At a certain point, it just goes. That's it. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. Light beer and college football. That's all I know. I'm very <laughs> stupid. Um. The, look for the dude quotient, because dudes are dudes are great. Okay, dudes rock. We're real stupid. We say really stupid shit, but we're also dudes are also like yeah, everybody's welcome at, sure. to the party. Yeah, that's you know that, that would be my recommendation, and and know that we're we're all under the idiot umbrella. Um. How do you know if you're overthinking? Hmm. Just assume you are yeah. if the thought has crossed your mind. 
Best advice I can give you. Yeah, that's that. That's it. Yeah, you're definitely. If you're asking, you are. <laughs> yep. And I, I'm telling you that is a classically trained overthinker. Chronic, chronic overthinker here, <sighs> all the time. All the time. All the I time. am a. I am a. Uh, I am an extreme overthinker. Uh huh. Where I am like, no, we're gonna have this conversation, and it's gonna get very granular because I oh, need to know yeah. every fucking oh. element of this, of yeah. this situation. It's very cool, guys. <laughs> Uh, and yet you're still here, mm-hmm. drinking my liquid death. Um, I bought it, bitch. Uh, did you know? I did. Um, yeah, you're definitely overthinking it. Yeah. Close your eyes and breathe. Close your eyes and breathe. And it'll go away. <laughs> um, if it's crossing your mind, you are overthinking. Uh, that is the, I think that's the best unified advice we can yep. give. Yep. Young people in their twenties. Yep. If you're if you're in your head going, am I overthinking this? Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. Because overthink only populates when it's been welcomed to the party. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it unfortunately gets welcomed to the party a lot, all the time. Yeah. That's just life. Yeah. 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 That's life, and you got to learn how to compartmentalize certain things. Yeah. That's when my other my you know whatever the other yeah, side you're of my good brain at compartmentalizing goes. Mm-mm. No. No. You, yeah. Those crazy thoughts, they go all the way back there. Yeah. You tuck those away because those are not mm-hmm. real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is, that's a troubling part of your brain. And that is due to a lot of things. You know, where are you at currently in life? What was your status in life at that present moment? Where's your mental health mm-hmm. in that moment? Um, where is your anxiety? Where is your... Uh, depression, what is your stress level like? What, there's a lot of variables in there uh-huh. that will lead to becoming a chronic overthinker. Um, let's see here. Uh, this is a good question. Do you ever know if you're on the right track? Ooh. Oh, yeah, you definitely do. You think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, in what way? Use us as an example. How did you know... Because there was just a very, uh, there was an ease. Yeah. Where even though like shit is getting thrown at us at like a million miles an hour. Yeah. It was just like, okay, well, we just, we'll do it this way then, I guess. Yep. Or we'll do it that way. Or we, you know, we won't do this because we can't do that. You know, it's just, there was we, an ease. We, we were able to go. We're to, mm. we, if we do this together, we'll be okay. Yep. Yeah. And I really think that's how we survived it. Yeah. Yeah. And and that is, I mean, at the end of the day, that's you're all, we're all looking for that partner. Yeah, for that sure. That can help us through that situation, right? Um, that dog just went back by, and that dog was being carried. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> can you even imagine? No, no. <laughs> I mean, look, I've I've taken Sasha on some pretty gnarly walks and hikes where, like, on the way back, she's just, she, like, she's trailing behind uh-huh. me. Oh, she's always trailing behind me. Um, I, I think that, I think that you're right. I think you will know if you're on the right track. And you're going to know because while when you are confronted with a stressful situation, oh, yeah, he's a big baby. That's a big boy, isn't it? Oh, my God. It's a hefty boy. Yeah. Um, even, at a stre- even, even in the most stressful moment, you can go, I'll be okay. I'm going to be okay. I got this. 
that the fucking cat? <laughs> she just, she just almost howled. She went, meow. She even put her head up, meow. What do you want, Allie or no, Bailey? It was Bailey. Bailey, meow. She's just glaring at you. Don't fucking mock me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, um, you are. Um, here's what I would say based on your situation you explained with your ex. Um, and I'm not going to put all that out there. That's not fair to you. Um, that's your story to tell. Here's what I'll tell you. That person wasn't, wasn't your person. Yeah, probably not. They weren't your person. There isn't one that got away. It's not real. Um, it is if you fucked up a good thing and the person didn't tolerate the fucking up. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's one thing altogether, right? Like, if you're doing that, you know, if you're, if, if it's, if, if uh, this person left you because you fucked up, they didn't, that's not, that's the one that got away from you because you made a mistake. But the concept of the one that got away, it's not real. No. It's not how this works. No. Uh, Like, I I think, I I believe in as much as I, I, in as much as I allow myself to, I think there is a reality to fate landing people and and other individuals' paths. Yeah. I think someone comes along in, in someone's life at the exact right moment that they're supposed to be there. Um. Are there moments where you can look back and be like, ah, oh, yeah, that just the timing didn't work out with that person. They weren't a bad person. It's just where we were in life. Yeah, but that still doesn't mean that at the right point they were still going to be the right person for you. Right. And I think that kind of goes back to do you ever know if you're on the right track? You do. Yeah. Because those other things do. fall away. At least that's how I feel. I, I think so too. Um, You know, I mean, you and I, you and I knew – Pretty quickly, like, and and when I say pretty quickly, I mean, um, you and I figured out that this was, this is where we wanted to be, was with each other. My life, all these years later, almost two decades later, still comes back to this. No matter what life has thrown at us, if I've had you at my side, I made it. Yeah. I'm okay. I have the best partner that I can have. And that's that. And you'll know, you'll know, you will just know you won't overthink it. No, you won't stress out about it. You're just going to (laughs) know even at your worst, that person understands you. Yes. I mean, you've had to deal with, you know, a lot of my manic, you know, it, it, it's not easy to be involved in somebody's life who deals with a, a mental illness. Right. And you've been able to navigate who I am. Mm-hmm. And why is that? What's the simplest way you can explain why you've been able to do that? Because there's not much going on <laughs> up here. <laughs> See, that leaves too much room for you to worry. Nope. No. So you're never worried about me. Oh, no, I'm definitely worried about you. Yeah? There are times, but for the most part... When do you worry? Probably more than than what I let on, I guess. Really? 
Yeah. Like but what, I don't. What is it? What triggers I, the worry? But I don't. I don't try and overthink about it because I know that mm-hmm. it's fine. What triggers? Ultimately. What triggers the worry? Probably everything. Yeah. <laughs> because I worry about literally everything. Yeah. But you also, you, you, we've been together a long time. You, you can see signs of when I'm not, when I'm kind of in oh, a down. Oh, yeah. A downswing. Yeah, for sure. Because I'll be the first to tell you, I don't take depression medication. Nope. Um, I haven't for a long time. Um, I fully believe in using it. Our son uses it. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't use it. Uh, I use cannabis. Um, and I also, uh, I'm not trustworthy with pills. No, definitely not. So, um, it's, you know, knowing my limits, but, uh, as a result, that means, you know, that I, like when I, when I hit a downswing, it's, um, I don't think it's like a. Like a, I don't know. Is it a hard crash? I don't know. Uh, or am I a gradual person? You're more gradual. Yeah, and you, but you can see it coming typically, right? Typically, yes. Yeah. And how long do those go? It all depends. Yeah. 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 But it's that you know it comes back to being able to to you know and love and trust the person enough. Well, yeah. Yeah. And we have that. We're yeah. lucky. Um, so, uh, last bit of advice you would give people in their twenties in the dating world, particularly, you know, especially if they're, if, if they're in the market dating guys, um, uh, my advice, mm-hmm. don't, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, we're so far from any sort of dating world. I don't. Yeah, but we've got the patern. We've got the parent side. That yeah. Find f- find you a <laughs> find you a pastor's kid. <laughs> <laughs> they know how to talk to people. They're very kind. They accept you as is if uh-huh. they're the right kind. <laughs> yeah, but no, don't don't do that to yourself. You don't have to. Um, no, that's not true. No, we're it say, is. We're but... saying good things. Yes. Yeah. No, that is a good thing. You know that they, you know, they are talkative. They loving. They're loving, very kind, nurturing, yeah. caring, compassionate. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to be raised by a pastor. To no. 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 Because uh, neither of us were, and I think we're both yeah. pretty caring, nurturing people. Yeah. Shockingly, um, my background. Uh, I would say. Take it easy on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Yeah. This is just, these are the, this is the ebb and flow of, of yeah. adulthood. Try to not overthink it. Yeah. At, at, do your best because I think that's the biggest advice we can give you is going back to the questions you asked. If you feel, if you're going, am I overthinking? You absolutely are overthinking. Yeah. And try to. Just don't do that. Yeah. Try, try to, uh, Compartmentalize yeah. in a healthy way. Yes. Don't just box it up and not deal with it. No. Because there could be a reason. You got to look and see, like, do, am I doing this every time? Is this every fucking time? Yeah. If it's every time, that's not good. Right. <laughs> so you got to work through that. Right. 
Um, but I would say, based on what I've seen of you as a listener, just gleaming from social media and your interaction with our show, <sighs> you you are maturity wise ahead of the curve. So <laughs> just just hang in there. There's there's good people, male or female. You will you will you will meet a person that that doesn't add stress but helps decompress. So. Um, I hope that helps. I hope. Yeah. And if, you know, and if, if you need more advice, DM us. Old mom and we're everybody's mom and dad. <laughs> so uh, anything you need, we're, we, we're down to listen. Um, so, uh, so now, yeah. You guys want to torture cash? What are you going to do? I just sent him a text that said, are you sleeping? Just keep writing cash over and over again. That's I just what I kept going, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> What's he doing? Is he replying? Oh no, he is. He is asleep for sure. Yeah. How about I text her and tell her to call him and wake him up? <laughs> no, no, because she'll be like, I don't want to do that. Did you call him? Yeah, I'm calling him. He's not going to answer your phone call. I know. <laughs> Have you ever heard his voicemail? Yes, it got me. It's it's pretty funny. I also hate people that do this. But it does make me laugh. Hello. <laughs> oh, he said <laughs> That was his voicemail. Yeah, I know. Um so uh before we go, um uh, we got to wake up this fucking asshole teenager yeah. of ours. Uh, before we go, if you've paid attention to mine or our band's social media, um, locally, the music scene around here lost a very important person to it. Erin uh, Thacker. She uh, and when I say when I say important in the music scene, I mean literally like our local media has covered this. Erin. Uh, uh, Aaron Thacker was a fixture uh, in in the music scene around here. Not just the punk and hardcore scene, but the music scene in general. And she was, the, you know, referred to as the door girl. You know, she spent years at one venue. After that closed, she was at another. Um, and just, you know, she was kind of the queen mother of the whole thing. I've known her for 20 years. Uh and uh, she she was fighting ovarian cancer for quite some time. And uh, I will tell you, when she found out my mom had cancer, she was, man, she stepped up and was checking in every day, giving me advice, giving me, you know, look into this for your mom, look into this. Just the fucking, like, one of the best human beings you're ever going to, going to encounter. And, and And I say that because... I wasn't playing in bands for several years and, you know, and when, you know, when we found out, when I found out she was working at the local, the local venue that everybody loves, um, I wasn't surprised, number one. But number two, um, it was so good to see a familiar face when you're reentering that world. Oh, yeah. And uh, she, you know, she's somebody I've known since I was in the breakup and that, I mean, I'm talking like late 90s, early 2000s. She's been around for been around for a long time she's been good to the musicians the bands the people in the scene she was just a good fucking person 
And this moves beyond that whole fuck cancer thing. This is, you know, like a wonderful human being who should still be here. And I mean, if she could, if she could see the amount of love and the outpouring of affection and love and stories that have been floating, that are all over my social media. I mean, she was just one of the best people. So, and she loved this show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She was a big supporter of why do we ever meet? And, uh, uh, I'm really grateful. We did a birthday slash benefit sort of thing for her at the end of August. She was able to come and watch four of her favorite local bands, us included, which I'm very grateful for. Um, four of her favorites. It was kind of just a buddies show, but it was a packed house, and um, and uh, it was it was an amazing night to it, and it was honoring an incredible human being. So. To her family, I all yeah, all of the love and condolences that we can send your way. We are and uh, and uh, and and specifically, you know, her, her mother and her uh, her uh, her boyfriend. Um, this is hard. This is a lot to process. And uh, even you can't. There's only so you can only prepare so much. Mm-hmm. But when the moment comes, and it sucked. We were recording our new record. Last week, we were in the studio last, spent four days in the studio, and we found out on Saturday, and it really does alter that process, because a person you expected to be there, I mean, I assumed she'd be, you know, I was I was looking for because I just was like, yeah, she'll be at the, I can't wait to do the record release show, yeah. Aaron will be there, how exciting. We, you know, we'd even talked about doing a specific, uh, covering a specific song for her that was a favorite Aww. of hers, so... It just sucks, but I'm glad she's not in pain anymore. Yeah, for sure. And I know her family is definitely glad that she's no longer in pain. So uh, if you see that, you know, know that there's a lot of people that are are, are heartbroken but also honoring uh, a friend. So uh, rest in peace, Aaron. Um, yeah, uh, we will uh, we'll be back next week with... Uh, Tales of Homecoming and, oh, yeah. and other bullshit. Yeah. So uh, we love y'all. Um, yeah, enjoy your week. Yeah. Starting to cool down around here. Feeling a little better about that. Yes. Starting to fall, starting to eat, gets way in. One more day. One more day of hot weather. Hot. And then, then the drastic shift. Oh, yes, of course. It's never, it's never gradual in Ohio. It's no, like you go 85 one day and then 40. Air conditioning, right to your It's furnace. fucking stupid, but it's just what we do here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we love you guys. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Be kind to the planet. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Why did we ever meet? Tell it to my face, don't.